Welcome to MicroWorth Talks. I'm your host, Xavier Gallego, VP of Brand and Marketing, and I'm delighted to take you with me on our journey to grow the future of materials. Thank you for tuning in. Today, we are going to talk with Antoine Rosé, CEO of Rosé SAS. We'll talk about the Lean Rosé Furniture Company legacy. We'll discuss how design and craftsmanship can have an impact on sustainability. And we'll discover the big return to the Salon de Mobile this uh, spring. So stay tuned. Let's get started. Hello, Anton. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And you? I'm, I'm, I, now I'm amazing. I'm, I'm excited to, to connect with you after all the announcement that we did last year with you and Lynn Rosé. I'm, I'm just wondering if you could share a little bit about, about like your design philosophy to warm up, you know, like uh, all, the, all the legacy that you've been creating with craftsmanship and in Lynn Rosé. Like I would love to hear more from your company. Okay, so I will try to to make it uh, short. short. <laughs> uh, we have been uh, we have been created in 1860. Olivier, my cousin, and I uh, represent the fifth generation. Today, we are running the company, and uh, with uh, my uncle and uh, my father are still there on board. What is Linrose? Uh, Linrose is uh, above all is uh, a manufacturer. We are a French manufacturer, so we are probably one and the only one on the high end part and we have been doing it forever uh, manufacturer we are also an editor and a distributor nice. and uh, so the three to combine together make us kind of unique we said that uh, our motto is to make beautiful contemporary durable piece of design that can fit almost uh, every room except the bathroom and, and the kitchen that's uh, kind of the motto of the company with a very eclectic style Yeah, I was uh, when I heard that we were partnering with you all, I was really excited because uh, you have an amazing heritage. You care about design so much, and I come from design myself, and I knew, I knew uh, who you were. So I was really, really excited. Uh, before we start talking a little bit more about design principles, luxury, I have a, a, a first question. You know that I always ask to everybody that comes to our, to, that is invited to our podcast is, when was the first time that you heard the word mycelium? Actually, I had the chance to, to, to live in the U.S. for more than 11 years. And uh, that's something that was around for quite a few years, I would say, for me. Heard about, like, uh, in this industry, different uh, solutions. The mycelium part, it's not like uh, it was something very uh, evident for the industry, but uh, something that I've heard, like, uh, probably a few years ago, like, during different meetings or shows, I can't re exactly remember. But I was not... It was not uh, totally uh, strange to me. It is a word that when you hear it, like it's, it gets into that cloud of words that you remember, right? It's like, uh, it's hard to yeah, forget. That's right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially for furniture. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, I mean, like, I mean the, the sky's the limit with furniture because like uh, mycelium and the things that you can do with mycelium is solid and also like soft material. So I can imagine that when you heard the word and the possibilities of it, you were inspired by it. But Can you tell me more about like what was the motivation from Lynn Rosé to, to partner with Microworks? What do you look for to, to see? I would say the, the motivation is, is quite simple. There is a fact that uh, we have to change the way we consume and uh, mm -hmm. uh, if we want this world to, to stay 
like it is today or try to be better. So definitely the the consumption in general has to change. And uh, we as uh, Linoze, uh, editor and manufacturer, we have to offer a better way uh, for, for that and uh, a better solution. And uh, for that reason, uh, uh, I think we, we have to, to put into ourselves into new research and development in terms of materials. We have always been on the forefront for uh, on a different uh, time of uh, of the last century and this century or regarding uh, research and development and uh, when uh, for the first time uh, Michael Works came uh, to to me and this, to start the discussion I was like okay this is really like something that can change our furniture world and that can be a very different approach and uh, I said yes let's go let's start the story let's start the, the journey together yeah, well, it, it means a lot because coming from an, a, a company that has so much heritage that you care about uh, the manufacturing of every single object that you create, that you sew the materials, like, well, this, this is something that we want to try. It, it means a lot to us, to be honest. Thank you for, for trusting Reishi, you know? Like, it's, uh, it's crazy coming from, from, from a company with your heritage, to be honest. So can you, can you tell me a little bit more about, because again, like going back to your, the time that you've been in the industry, your expertise, what is the role of new materials in general? Like how do you see new materials changing the landscape of your industry? If we uh, go back to the pure definition of design, which is to make a, a daily object nicer and better, that's where everything uh, comes together. Our approach on materials is to make better design. So the materials has to help us in a way to better design pieces. Uh, it could be any kind of pieces. It could be a chair, it could be a sofa, it could be a desk, it could be a bed, uh, anything that uh, we produce. And the materials for us is um, one of the key components on uh, the production. If we stay always with the same materials, we said that we didn't push enough the, the envelope of the of the development to find new solutions. And uh, on that part, I've seen, uh, since I'm st- working in this company, I've seen uh, many uh, materials that have changed, uh, evolved, uh, and uh, allowed us to uh, to create uh, really uh, unbelievable pieces uh, in terms of comfort, in terms of durability, in terms of design, and that's where the material is really uh, it's an envelope for us. So uh, the envelope has to be the nicest as possible, and uh, also to fit the best our product. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a it's a world of possibilities right now, right? Like that you're getting new ingredients for being more creative, but also being more uh, in tune with uh, with uh, or making the products a little bit better, if possible. So, from your perspective as a designer. What is the connection between innovation design and sustainability? Because I've, I've personally seen like a lot of people just using sustainability as the greenwashing term. As a company like yourself and the things that you're doing, like where do you see that triangle, like that innovation design sustainability in the future? I see it as, uh, as a, not as a designer, but more than a businessman because uh, I'm not a designer and I'm, I'm running a business, but. Uh, uh, I see it on myself uh, for our company like a key component. Uh, sustainability, as I mentioned, is, uh, is key for us in, in uh, for the future. Uh, the consumption has to change, but and uh, we have to be greener, more sustainable in our, in our approach to produce. So having more and more uh, sustainable materials is uh, is important. 
there is already uh, very a lot of uh, natural materials that are sustainable. If we take the wool, for example, the wool is sustainable, but how you produce the wool, mm. uh, uh, it's how to, uh, the, our supplier will produce the wool. That's, uh, that's key to us to make it more, more sustainable. If we come back uh, to sustainability and uh, uh, the future of uh, our uh, production, I think one word is, is very important for us uh, in general, and uh, that's what we uh, as lead our brand uh, through the through decades and centuries. It's uh, durability, the mm. durability of the materials of the products is the first sustainability. Uh, I would say a point uh, in general. If you produce something that is not able to uh, stay for a long time, that's not good. I mean, we have to stop thinking about the short-term use of our products. Uh, at Lignerose, we are lucky because uh, obviously we are doing high-end products with a long-term uh, durability. Our product can last 20, 30 years. We even have like some, uh, some of our products for more than 40 years. And uh, that's key to me. That's real sustainability. It's uh, how we see the use of the product and the durability of the product. It is important to have like all the components, so yeah. the materials too, like uh, microworks, also durable for the customer. The more we will be able to build cost, uh, durable things, the better it will be for the planet. Yeah, so amazing when when you, you're all proposing new products, they're made to last, designed to last. So that's uh, that's how you see sustainability, like uh, something that you can pass it through generations. Sometimes people are confused between uh, when I say that, uh, oh, but you, you think that people should consume less. I'm not saying that people should consume less, but uh, I think people should consume better. Yeah. And uh, if you buy a sofa and you can pass it, sell it, uh, trade it, whatever you want, 10 years later, because you want to change and it's your right to change. Okay. Uh, this is, uh, this is fine with us. But, if you can change, uh, give it or trade it to someone else, and this sofa can still have 10 years or 15 years of, or 20 years of lifetime, it's even better because this means that a new, a new life will be, will, will start for this product and maybe a, a, a third life also. And, uh, by having like, uh, many lives on many different homes and or places, the product in itself is become sustainable. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I see also the, the role of design here because if you don't create iconic products, you know, like if you create a design that is very fast fashion, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm using another industry, but fast fashion is consumed quickly because it's, it's, it's made to be relevant today. But like you create an iconic objects that can last not only because of the materials, but also because of the design, right? Like that mindset, uh, it's something that you've been working on yeah. on Lirose for a while. You're right, Alors, meaning that uh, the design itself, if we talk about the shape, the creative aspect uh, mm. of it, uh, the design itself is important, obviously. Uh, a nice object that fits your eyes properly and fits your room properly is uh, also something very important. You're right seeing this, uh, and it's important to highlight. Uh, that's what we try always try to do. It's also our role to try to push the boundaries on that part and try to have like a new object uh, in terms of uh, vision. And that's where a brand like us uh, with an eclectic collection like uh, the, the one we have is doing its job. So always pushing with a designer, always pushing the envelope forward in terms of design with new materials. And that's where we are always looking for new new solutions. And uh, that's where uh, Microworks will have a, a very important part in our collection in the future. 
Yeah, we're looking forward to that. How has it been so far to work and to experience reishi in your hands? What do you feel when you see it? I mean, I've seen the progress of the material uh, for the last 12 months, being able to touch it uh, for like, well, yeah, more than 12 months now, or almost 12 months. At the early beginning, the first hide uh, I received uh, was kind of funny. I was like uh, touching something. I was saying, okay, that's uh, a new You feel, you know, it's a, it's a new feel. It's something uh, you know, we are not used to, to this. You can be used uh, of a fabric. You can be used touching glass. You can be used touching metal, fabrics, leather, things like that. But yeah, it was like mycelium. Yeah. I mean, uh, we, we are talking about mycelium. So I was like, yeah, I mean, I eat mushrooms. <laughs> I don't, I don't touch them normally. So that's, uh, it was new. So for, I think for the brain, the hand, the touch, the feeling, uh, for our, uh, behavior uh, to, uh, for, for the body to understand it, it's, uh, it, it will, uh, it, it takes some time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And from the first side I received to, uh, to the one we, with uh, the last one we, you developed, uh, for uh, our cushion collection that we developed together, it has been a huge change. I mean, the quality of the materials, it's mm -hmm. way better. And uh, I will say that you're getting close to uh, something that is, uh, super refined in terms of, uh, pure design, in terms of feeling, and, uh, which is great. Which is great. You know what, what's uh, interesting to me about what you're saying, Antoine, is that you touch many materials and this one was different. And it's interesting to me because we've been trying to explain that this is a new category of materials. It's different. Like, yes, it looks like it might perform like for some folks might be like almost the same, but it's different. And, and it's a new category that can be, um, that has a lot of room to grow. And it's good to hear you from your expertise and touching things and then say like, yeah, it's a different thing. You know, I never touched it yeah, before. It's totally, it's totally different. It's, uh, you, you can compare it to other materials. You can always try to say, yeah, Rishi can be the new leather or whatsoever, but it, it has nothing to do with leather. And the touch, the feeling of it, and knowing, by, uh, knowing it, is, it's, it's very interesting. And uh, that's where a new material has a, a new room a new room, a new place, as you say, in the range of materials. And that's super exciting, I think, because uh, that means that there is a lot of things to do with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one question, like, since you've been in the industry for a while and you know luxury very well, what does luxury mean to you? What makes something luxurious? Now, luxury can have many different definitions. Yeah. I've been uh, lucky enough to to work on the, on the for for luxury for a luxury group, a bigger luxury group, uh, and a, a nice luxury brand. And uh, I think one thing that for me uh, and for me, uh, because luxury can have different approaches, but one thing that defines luxury is uh, first uh, the quality, the handcraft, and the quality of the product. And second could be the fact that uh, the product in a way is rare is difficult to to obtain and uh, that's where luxury is happening meaning that uh, it's not a matter of money because i don't like the definition of luxury with uh, the money aspect of it this is bringing it to business only mm -hmm. but the luxury as a the component of uh, not being uh, knowledgeable for everyone so not everyone will understand the product perfectly to its value. Mm. That's for me luxury. Meaning that when you have like a, a, a material or an object that is perfectly made, perfectly made, that it takes months to do, uh, it takes the best material, the best craftsmanship to do it, okay, the value becomes also expensive. 
that's luxury because you need to be able to explain to the person who's going to possess this uh, object what was behind it. And that's where luxury is really getting uh, into uh, into consideration. Us at Inorze, we try to uh, reach uh, or getting uh, closer to the luxury market, but without this uh, rarity aspect. We, uh, we prefer to define ourselves on a very high-end premium brand than luxury because mm. uh, luxury is, uh, is really like uh, for, uh, very few people. Yeah, yeah. it's um, excellence in every single touch point and the ability to, to, to tell that, that story. You know, that, that, that's what I was like thinking when you were talking, Antoine, like, okay, so it's like, it's well-made, but also is the story behind it. It's like, it's- hey, luxury, it's, uh, it's uh, I think it's something uh, we can see on the luxurious market uh, that uh, the brand uh, and uh, the different group uh, try to, to always bring something that is either was something that uh, decades ago we were doing uh, the best way and bringing it back because of the craftsmanship is so important and it was so well-made that it's too bad to forget about it, or to have like something that is uh, newly made uh, mm-hmm. with a new uh, new new way to, to do it, but where uh, the excellence is really important. So I, I have a question around the time that it takes to create an object for Lynn Rosé. Let's say a couch. How long does it take from concept to being able to purchase that couch? It depends on, on the on the product uh, to, to start. So... If you take a, a sofa and, uh, and uh, you uh, normally the development R&D is between one to three years. Okay, yeah. uh, that's the R&D to to get through all the different aspects of it, the prototyping and everything. From that, after that, uh, you you have uh, to go to production. You can count uh, six to twelve months. So you can go uh, one year to the fastest can be uh, about two years to be on the market. Wow. And uh, and the longest can be uh, four or five four years. Four or five years. Yeah. It's just like I like I like that question, Antoine, because sometimes folks and people in general, maybe someone that is listening, forgets how long things take in general. And even like something as present in our life, like a, a sofa or a chair, like things that are well crafted, well made, takes time. And I'd like to recognize that because that's what I ask it because I didn't know. And now I know that, oh, like that sofa might be two or four years in the making. That's a lot of people. That's a lot yeah. of time. And that's a big problematic of our, our time. It's, uh, we, we want everything right now. Hmm. And uh, I think we have to culture a little bit uh, people, teach people that uh, things are taking longer than just like a, a swipe of a credit card. When you approach an high end premium product that will last for 20, 30, 40 years, you're not in the matter of months. It doesn't matter. You, you have to be able to wait a little bit to get the product. Not saying that the idea is to have everyone waiting for the product, but uh, it's part of the process. And uh, that's through the approach of uh, waiting by understanding the product is, uh, is, uh, is something that uh, we are losing a little bit. Yeah, we, we haven't, a similar problem, no problem, but challenge here at Microworks, trying to like educate people how long it takes to launch a new material. You know, yeah. <laughs> everybody thinks right. like to it should be like a second. So you you will have to grow the materials. Yeah, so that's yeah. true. That it will take time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, I wish it was that easy. To say like hey, it takes time. Like, give us some time. 
So I, I, I'm really curious about uh, a little bit more like a question around the industry. And I know there is a big event happening soon in Milan, like the Salon de Mobile. Are you going to be in that salon? Uh, yes, uh, we we were for many decades uh, part of uh, Isalone, uh, the, the Milan show, the furniture Milan show, and we left uh, during the, the financial crisis. Uh, I think we left in 2014 because it uh, it was our third show uh, during the year, and uh, we said that maybe this one uh, was uh, maybe uh, the one that uh, we can skip for a time, uh, but saying that we'll come back and. Uh, You're lucky because uh, the big comeback is this year. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll be uh, we'll be back with a very special high-end exhibit. So not really like uh, an exhibition of uh, new products only, but certain editions and new products, and uh, but particularly uh, a very nice showcasing uh, on Via Durini, which will uh, start on the 17th, I think, uh, the 17th of April. Wow, really, really excited for you all. Is it like new materials that you're trying or is it like a completely new design or? We are bringing uh, new materials, uh, new finishes, new new materials uh, because every year we try to bring uh, new fabrics, uh, new components. And mainly this year, we, we're going to introduce uh, uh, some re-edition of uh, timeless pieces, pieces that have been created uh, in, in the 70s So it will be, there will be a big edition on that part, a brand new table made of Carrara marble, a beautiful, uh, beautiful table, wow. and other pieces of uh, furniture, some new pieces from Pierre Paulin. So really like some exciting uh, pieces that will uh, uh, will be added to our collection. Hopefully, will uh, will remain a part of our collection for a certain time. Well, uh, good luck with your big comeback this year. I hope that I can visit the Salone. Uh-huh. Um, and see and witness it by my, by, with my own eyes. That will be amazing. Yeah. So I think that we, we reach uh, the, the, the time that we have. Uh, and, and, and I wanted to talk to you for hours, but normally we, we end up the podcast, our podcast, with a question that you almost answer, but I want to make sure that I give you the proper question and you can answer it again if it's, um, okay. If it's okay with you. But we normally finish with the question, what does sustainability mean to you? Well, sustainability mean uh, means the future. If uh, we want, uh, if we want to uh, to continue to have a certain uh, decent life uh, uh, together, we all have to be uh, be careful on how we 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 consume. And uh, sustainability is uh, is a part of the new consumption. I know that some people can have different opinions, and uh, slowly but surely uh, things grow. We see how things are changing, the climate climate change, and uh, all the different. Uh, the summer that are super hot, uh, the winter that are not cold at all and things like that. So there is a change that are coming and sustainability is really a part of it. Uh, company like ours uh, has to to be part of this future and uh, using more and more sustainable products and being more and more sustainable in the way we produce. Yeah, like uh, I, I like asking the question, Antoine, because nobody has the same answer. So that's a... Uh It's really interesting, and I love I love what you were saying about changing consumers' minds. You know, it's not about like the quantity that you purchase; it's the quality that you purchase. And I think your company is doing a great job on that, uh, especially with all your heritage and 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 the the love that you put in every single object that you create. So, thank you, thank you so much, and thank you so much for uh, your time. Thank I, you. I appreciate the conversation, Antoine. It's uh, it's really my pleasure, and uh, I wish you a, a beautiful uh, evening. Thank you. Uh, end of the day. Yeah, thank you. You too. <laughs> Aviento. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. Take care.
thanks everyone for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it as much as I did hosting it. We are thrilled to have you with us in our journey. So if you want to learn more, please follow our Instagram page at MikeWorks for our latest news and more. This episode is being produced by Maddie Nathans, sound editing by Carney Ballardo, content editing by Chanda Aloto. <laughs>